0: listeners welcome to platonically intimate episode four the podcast where joe and i talk about words and whatever else we want to that's your host joe and i'm your host isaac
1: that over there you should have pointed to that would have been awesome
0: yeah yeah anyways uh that was his voice and um today we're going to talk about contractions
1: is that what you'd or should i say you would
0: like to talk about it's what i'd like to talk about oh <laughs> i'd
1: humstinative.
0: <laughs> so um, contractions are a, a very useful tool in language. Uh, mm-hmm. They shave mere milliseconds off of our speech and save you from like two keystrokes sometimes yeah. if you're lucky. Mm-hmm. And so I thought that that would be something worth talking about. Yeah,
1: I don't have time to not contract my words. <laughs> if I'm being <laughs> honest, I'm yeah. too busy.
0: Yeah, in today's in today's busy world, I don't know how anyone could mm-hmm. get by without them. And and even in times before today's busy world, people needed them. Um, Contractions are old, like mm-hmm. old, old. They, were, they existed in Old English, which I believe was like around 400 to 1100 is the period that they considered Old English. Um, back when they were using like Germanic rune languages and things like that, they had... Back in Old England. Yep. <laughs> in Old England. They had, they had contractions. And so uh, when we think of contractions, though, we think of something specific, and that is the apostrophe. The apostrophe mm-hmm. is relatively new in the, in the life of contractions. Um, it, it's debated on when it was invented. Some people okay. say that it was invented in 1509 in a, a republication of a set of poems by Petrarch, the Italian poem, poet. Okay. He was not a poem himself. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote
1: himself. Yeah.
0: Um, others, others say that it was invented in 1529 by a guy named approximately Geoffrey Tori. It's it's spelled funny and I don't okay. remember what country he is from. So Joffrey. I, I'm not going to attempt to pronounce it. Yawfrey. Um, The thing about Jeffrey, um, he kind of liked to invent grammatical marks. Like device? Oh, marks? Specifically marks, not okay. devices. Just like ways to notate them. And so nice. it's, it's possible that this was attributed to him just because he has other things attributed to right. him. But it, at any rate, people don't really know what it means. Or where it came from. Okay. What it means, on the other hand, uh, it, it comes from the Greek word apostrophe, spelled exactly the same, except there's an accent on the E at the end. <laughs> um, and that, that means the act- Made by that guy who yeah. made up that yep. marks? <laughs> yep. Um, it means the act of turning away. It was used um, for like, if someone was addressing a crowd, mm-hmm. and then there's like an aside- to someone that's not a member of the crowd. Okay. And so the way it like translates to the way that we use apostrophes is like it's it's turning away some letters. It's kind of a stretch. Yeah, I was going to say,
1: whoever invented English, we have a lot of questions, yeah. first of all. so but that, that's one of them.
0: <laughs> yep. It was just another poor decision on a long list. Yeah. So I don't really care. But that's that's what it comes from. It doesn't okay. really make a ton of sense, but... Um, the, the thing with contractions, though, is they are almost exclusively informal they're they're used in speech they're not until more recent times they're not really used in writing. It's kind of considered taboo, yeah um and some some style guides for certain academic writing uh requires that you don't use contractions if I remember correctly I think a p a doesn't allow contractions really um or I, I don't know one of them something yep. yeah there there are more than one, but that was. One that I thought I remembered from the list. Okay. I thought I remembered. Oh. That's a joke from the future. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so, here, here are some some contractions that I thought were really funny. Um, the first one is amint. As in, <laughs> I am not. This actually is is a precursor to the word ain't. Ain't is actually considered... Like, you can use ain't. It's not grammatically incorrect. Really? It's the alternative of amint, and it sounds way better. So you should use ain't. Please use ain't. Listeners, integrate ain't. Integrate it ain't wrong. wrong. Yeah, it ain't wrong. Ain't no harm. <laughs> ain't, no harm. ain't no harm in that. Um, we also have one of my personal favorites, Ima. This is a four-letter, two-syllable contraction that means I am going to be. Now, yeah. th- the cool thing about Ima is it actually doesn't have an apostrophe. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, it's cool. I love it. Five syllables down to two. It's like 20 characters down to four. No apostrophes. Very efficient. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and in, in terms of efficiency, here's one of questionable efficiency. Now, because these are kind of colloquialisms and really informal.
1: Right. They weren't like systematically designed to save time.
0: Anybody can kind of like make them up. Yeah. So I, I was trying to find the longest contraction. Now people had like. 40 word contractions that right. you can't even comprehend. And they're, they're like long sentences. It's so, kind of
1: like when texting first came around and everyone yeah. was like, let's contract everything into like just letters.
0: Yeah. So so here I have I have the longest one that I personally think is practical. Okay. This is extremely subjective. subjective but yeah. here we go. It sounds like this. Y'all And it's short for... Y'all
1: would have? You all would have? You all, have, all wouldn't
0: ha- have. Oh... Y'all y'all sorry, say <laughs> it is it's tricky. Y'all
1: Yaldenov.
0: The N is okay. from would not, not have. Yep, so it's you all would, would not, not have, have is Yaldinov. Now there are also some other types yaldinov of Y'all didn't
1: have been been there if it weren't for me.
0: <laughs> yep, yep. Y'all didn't have been there. And so so there are another another genre of contractions. It's called numerical contractions. Now this okay. is the the practicality of this I would debate. Okay, this this contraction, if you were to read it on paper, it would say a eleven y, and I don't know how you would pronounce it, but what it means <laughs> is there are eleven letters that they left out. Oh my goodness! And so, so for the those of you who can guess the eleven letters between a and y, um, this this works fantastically. I hope you
1: don't have uh <laughs> Yeah, trisdecaphobia.
0: Trisdecaphobia. That should Thank have you. been in the quiz. A couple. It should have been. About. I'm
1: kind of surprised it wasn't. But yeah. We Anyways, th- we were too busy talking about dodecaphobia.
0: D- yeah, actually, so twelve took away from thirteen. Yep, here's a negative one. Ooh. <laughs> Oops. Um, so so a eleven y means accessibility. Oh, I would not have guessed that. Nope. So that's that's like the worst genre of contraction. The last genre of contraction is the Braille contraction. And uh, Joe, I think you would find these particularly useful. Yeah,
1: I'm actually, I got to start using them. Yeah. I'm guessing.
0: Yeah, probably. And so I'm going to pronounce a couple for you.
1: Okay. All
0: right. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know what any of them mean, but I can't read Braille. Um, you, but, you, that's fine. You could have helped I me. I think
1: you misspelled one of them. But that's oh, fine. Okay.
0: I'll send you the link to the Wikipedia page. But Sounds good. All right, so I, I have a quiz about contractions. Ooh, okay. So I'm going to give you the the full word, or the full words. It's more than one word. Okay. And then you I gotta have to tell me what the contraction is. Oof. So here we go. This is going to be bad. Some, some of them are pretty straightforward. Some of them are a little bit more tricky. Okay. So we'll see. Again, the goal is that Joe will get most of them right. Hopefully I can do better than last time. <laughs> <laughs> so here we have...
1: Of the clock, of the, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. You're, let me let me give you a hint. If I were to say it is nine of the clock.
1: Oh my god! Oh, it's these are more common ones than I'm thinking. Yep. Nine o'clock.
0: This, it means nine o'clock. Yeah. Okay. Of the clock is the the actual meaning nine of o'clock. clock. Of the clock. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow! I did yep. not know that's what that meant. All right. Here is another one. This one actually, I'm going to do this one backwards. Oh okay Th- so this is a you're word... going to say
1: the contraction and I got to yep. do the words. I
0: always wondered why there's an apostrophe in it. The apostrophe oh, okay. fixes one letter. So it's pointless. Again, it's yeah. in in speech it saves a syllable, I guess, but right. so the contraction is ma'am. M A apostrophe A M.
1: I forgot there's an apostrophe in ma'am. Yep. Madam.
0: Madam, that's it. Yep. Ma'am is short for madam. All right, back to the original. I'll give you the phrase, okay. you give me the contraction. God be with ye.
1: I feel like I've heard this one before.
0: It's a very common word. You don't think of it as a contraction. Yeah. God be with ye.
1: I'm going to say something dumb. Okay. (laughs) As usual. (laughs) God ye.
0: Nope. You're close. You have half the letters. Um, It's goodbye. What? Yeah. God be with ye is what goodbye means. Goodbye goodbye means. means. Yep. And so you could contract that. Once again, I
1: was trying to think of something with an apostrophe. Yep. Yep, when it that doesn't not, actually not have necessary.
0: One. Yep, um, which which could be shortened again to buy. Buy. So double contraction. Efficient. Very efficient. Almost as efficient as IMA. All right, this one, this one, I don't think you're gonna get. I'm gonna be honest. Okay. It's it means fixing to. It's extremely informal. Fixin. Nope.
1: Is is this a phrase I've heard before? Yeah. Okay. Yep. What what is?
0: Okay. It it is finna. I'm oh, finna Finna. I'm finna make some food. Yep. I didn't think you would put a word like Finna in here. I, t- <laughs> I warned you. <laughs> you That's I warned true. you in the informality. Yeah. All right. Again, no no apostrophes. <laughs> Only two words on this quiz. Have I was trying
1: to think of something that was very like old like old oh, school. Yeah. Because I mean there are a lot of words that are around still that are still considered informal. Yeah. I should have been thinking more modern.
0: All right, and the last one. No apostrophe, one more time. Okay. This is a greeting. How do you do? Howdy. 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 One of my favorite. I know contractions. that one. I love that one. So. I would say howdy
1: probably like a dozen times a day at work.
0: Nice. So that is my my contraction quiz. I like it. I did I did better than last time. I think you got three out of five. That's a 60%. whole lot better. <laughs> yeah, last time you got like one right. So. I
1: was gonna say I don't even know if I got one <laughs> last time. I don't remember.
0: Uh, but yeah, all right. I have a fun fact. And that is, today we have no fun facts. Uh, We think our topics today are going to be kind of long, so we left them out. And we are going to transition into the Mandela Effect. Let's go.
1: I don't think I remember what the Mandela Effect is correctly.
0: (laughs) Boo. (laughs) All right. Once again, uh, boo. Uh, (laughs) So, uh, this is our grammatical section for the day even though it doesn't have to do strictly with grammar. But uh, it can have to do with spelling in terms of phrases. So the Mandela Mm -hmm. Effect, I'm going to give you a quick history. Um, The Mandela Effect is a type of false memory in which a large group of people believe something that is not true to be true. And it, it can happen for a variety of reasons, but there is a huge group of people that think something happened or think something is spelled a certain way, or think something appears a certain way, and it's simply not true. This term was coined in 2009 or 2010, the sources kind of differ, um, by Fiona Broom. And uh, she called it the Mandela Effect because she thought Nelson Mandela was dead, along with a ton of other a people. A lot
1: of people thought that.
0: And uh, for those of you history buffs, uh, Nelson Mandela died in 2013. Mm-hmm. These people thought that he died in the 1980s. So it was like something deep in their ma- it was not something that was like fresh. They just thought he was dead. It wasn't something they were like thinking about in a way. It wasn't
1: like it was in the news like man, Nelson Mandela is dead. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like some fake spreading of rumor. Yeah. They um, just
0: thought he was dead. Yeah. And they were wrong.
1: Yep. That's actually how I first heard of the Mandela effect. It okay. was in 2013 because there was a huge kerfuffle if you will <laughs> um when it was announced that he passed away because so many people who were suffering from the mandela effect were like didn't he die he, he like two died. decades he, ago he's
0: been dead for 30 years yeah no no he's, he's now, at, now 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 if has, you are listening to this when it releases he has been dead for not even 10 years not but 10 years not but 10 years ago if you listen to this
1: in the future who knows There is a chance that you thought he has been dead for three decades. Yep. The more I looked into the Mandela effect, uh, the more kind of like weirded out I got. Okay. Because it can, depending on the person and how they take it, it can be a little mind boggling Mm -hmm. for certain things. And that is why I've compiled a list, a very short one, but the ones that seem the most interesting to me and some of the most common, I guess you'd call them cases of the Mandela effect. One is the peanut butter brand Jiffy, or as it's actually called, Jif. A lot of people thought it was like shortened to oh, Jif, or okay. like Jif was like the slang way of saying Jiffy mm-hmm. peanut butter, but it is in fact just J-I-F hmm. Yif. Yif. if you say it with a soft, soft. <laughs> J.
0: Yif. It's
1: also how you don't pronounce uh, graphics interchange format,
0: <laughs> Jif yep you know you know the owner came out and said i don't care he's like (laughs) it is pronounced GIF, but i disagree so
1: (laughs) that's like when uno tweets about the way their rules actually work and everyone's like no who cares yeah thank thank you for making the game we got it from here yep (laughs) (laughs) thank you for making gifts but we'll choose how it's said yep (laughs) um I'm gonna say this wrong because I always do. The Bernstein Bears. Ah, the the Bernstein Bears. Bernstein Bears. One of
0: the more popular of people who are aware of the Mandela Effect. One yes, of the more popular ones. This blew my mind. But I. It is
1: not spelled with an A at the end. What? It's the Bernstein Bears.
0: No, it's the Bernstein Bears.
1: I don't think so, bro.
0: Dude, it's we're gonna live look this up. Isaac's <laughs> fact checking challenging me. It's Berenstain. It's Berenstain with an A. Oh, really? Yep. Cool. Yep. This this is actually how I found out about the Mandela effect. That's why I was confident. I was like, I know, because that- I thought it was Berenstain. You okay. just got double Mandela. I got double. Effect. I would say it's less
1: <laughs> of a case of a Mandela effect for me, and more of a case of reading things backwards.
0: You have dyslexia.
1: Yep. I I read a short example, and I was like, all oh, right. The Bernstein, or I mean the Bernstein Bears, and then I just remembered it backwards. Nice, <laughs> but yes, I do remember that is a very common example. Because, mm-hmm. as I just exhibited, even I was like, I misremembered it, and then I tried to rely on my longer term memory. Yep, and I have always remembered it as the Bernstein Bears. Instead of the bear stain bears,
0: and it flipped you back backwards.
1: Yep. Uh, another common one is the series "Sex and the City," instead of a lot of people say "Sex in the City."
0: Oh, interesting. You know uh my my fondest memory of that show was being like seven years old my mom telling me i couldn't watch it so nice i don't
1: think i've seen a single episode or modicum of media about sex i I, I don't
0: think so either shout out to my mom by the way she subscribes to our podcasts on two different platforms so something
1: that you can also do yeah
0: uh, hit us up on spotify google play um radio
1: radio plays?
0: Yeah, something like that. All I know is you cannot subscribe to us on Deezer.
1: We will never upload to Deezer. I'm so sorry. Yep. Hopefully um, you don't use Deezer. Sorry to the Deezer listeners, but also you're not listening to us <laughs> cuz you are definitely on like Spotify or Apple Music or something.
0: Uh anyways
1: Anyways, uh for Breeze a lot of people think there are two E's in Febreze. Go grab your nearest Febreze can and be astounded. No. At well, I should clarify, there are three E's in Febreze. There are not oh. four.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay.
1: There are no there are so no So it's two not e's spelled in. like Breeze. Is not. It's spelled like Brez. Brez. But For there's a E but there's a E at the end making it.
0: Ah, uh, I don't like that.
1: Uh, and the last one I have is the Monopoly Man does not have a monocle.
0: Really? The the monocle. <laughs> Bionicle?
1: <laughs> huh. That that is one that I've definitely encountered before. Okay. But I was not shocked to find out that he didn't have one. Because okay. I always I've whenever I see him with a monocle mm-hmm. in false images, that's the joy of the internet, is all these yep. things have now been created the false way. Yep. So well, they're and it, it just, out there. It
0: just, that's actually one thing that I learned about when I was learning about the Mandela effect. It's like the internet spreads these because people think it's true and they just write about it as if it's true and it just continues like to Like eating
1: three spiders per year?
0: Yeah. Come on, Georg.
1: Jeez, he needs to calm down. All right, unless I misremember. I actually have a personal quiz for you, Isaac. All right. Personally about me.
0: Okay. I'm I'm very interested to see what these questions are. You were I was you talking were about it earlier some of the answers, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I don't know how I don't know how that ties into a quiz. I didn't about think about you. how
1: weird that would sound until I was just sitting here and I was just like, "Oh, I need to figure out what my answers are." And you're like, "What?" I'm going into Google, going to my Google search history. Like, what is my favorite color? Google probably knows.
0: Please, please begin the quiz. I'm eager. All right.
1: So I'm going to quiz you on my Spotify stats. Shout out to Spotify for um, not doing anything really for <laughs> us, to be honest. But it is like the main platform that our users
0: use. Yep.
1: Um, I have here my stats for Spotify. Okay. And I'm looking at a list of my top artists of quote unquote all time. Okay. Something to keep in mind right now. Mm-hmm. I only started using Spotify like less than a year ago.
0: Okay. So your top artists of approximately less than the past year.
1: Yes. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's what I think is funny. Is like I it's like, do you want to see your artists from the last six months or your top artists from all time? And I'm like, there's yes. yep, yep. <laughs> I'm looking at them both no matter <laughs> what screen I'm on. All right. I my quiz for you. And feel free to talk out loud walk us through your thought process all right um is i would like you to try to guess my top three artists okay listen to once again keep in mind this is just from since i started using spotify
0: okay wow all right this is okay
1: so what what knowledge do you have to base your
0: my my knowledge on? you you're a big fan of old-timey music like 40s and 50s you love that stuff Um, you also, you've listened to a lot of classic rock, um, Mm -hmm. and old country as well. Yeah. And then I know that you, you are fairly into pop punk and like some, some niche genres that are pretty similar to that. Yeah. Um, so man. I don't think your your top artists are going to be any of those 40s and 50s people. Okay. Or classic rock. Classic rock is a genre. This I actually got this from you. It's, it's not a genre. It's a playlist. And so yeah. because of that, there aren't a lot of artists that are like consistently on it. Right. There are a
1: lot of uh, talks on the interwebs about like if here are some modern classic rock artists. Mm. Uh, most of them don't use that term because they're well educated in the genre enough to know like that's not a thing. Yep. They usually say if you like classic rock, you, you should, should listen, listen to, to these artists. Yeah, like, they like, are Greta the...
0: Van Fleet is one that I've yeah, heard of I Yeah, I have heard
1: of them as well. And like you said, classic rock is not a genre. It's just like, do you like listening to rock from like the seventies through
0: eighties? Yep. yep. Um and then old country you listen to that a fair amount, I would say. So I'm gonna guess do I have to put them in order?
1: Oh, you can if you want,
0: but I'm not doing that.
1: Yeah. I don't expect you to get perfect scored <laughs> okay, by any good, means. Neither do I. I also have a longer than the top three list in front oh, of me. So okay. you know
0: you'll get Okay. You'll I'm feel g- verified okay. if it's on like my top three. I'm 20. gonna I'm gonna guess the one I am most confident on. Okay. Is twenty one pilots. I think that's on the list. Okay. Next I'm going to guess Johnny Cash. But okay. I'm not. I would not be surprised if that's wrong.
1: Okay, you're a lot less confident in your number yeah.
0: two. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's just there's just so much. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it out there. Steam powered draft. Okay. <laughs> nice I'm glad you
1: remembered them <laughs> I thought you were struggling to remember the name of like what are the names of pop punk
0: bands because oh, no. they are see, see Steam Powered Giraffe I occasionally listen to so I right. also they're just hilarious the idea of Steam Powered you should check them it's out. funny just, yeah. if you if you listen to us you should just listen to a song yeah by Steam Powered I
1: would recommend Honeybee. that doesn't give you the humorous yeah, side that, of them at all that that's one's a, just a pretty song
0: yep it's a very good song not at all like
1: any of their other listen characters. to like Ice Cream Parade or yep. something Anyways, all right. So you were you said Twenty One Pilots, Johnny Cash, Steam Powered Giraffe. Yep. Um, You will be very pleased to know that Twenty One Pilots is my number one.
0: Let's go. I, you know, if I was going to order them, I was going to do Twenty One Pilots, Johnny Cash, and then whatever the third one happened to be in that order. Right.
1: Gotcha. Um, Johnny Cash, I have to scroll down for. Oh. Unfortunately. Okay. But he is thirteenth. Okay. So on the board, Steam Powered Giraffe. Uh, technically a better guess than Johnny Cash, it was at number ten. Okay. According to Spotify, my top three, and you might be surprised by this, are Twenty One Pilots. You're not surprised by that, no. <laughs> uh, number two is Wolfpec, Actually.
0: Oh, ah. Uh, I was trying. I was trying to
1: give you the hint of like, remember, this is just like the yeah, past year, that, and I like only just got into them. Yep, recently. I should have known that. Um, and my third one is actually kind of surprises me. Is AJR. Oh yeah. Um, not because I'm not surprised it's on the list. I'm surprised it's number three though. Me too. Uh, some other things you said. Uh, Twilight Pilots is pop punk, but I would say my more niche pop punk bands. Mm-hmm. Uh, start at number five. Okay. With the Front Bottoms.
0: I do. I do remember that band name. It did go through my head, but I I didn't think it would. I, I should have because it was better than my other two guesses. But yep. <laughs>
1: Some and then a couple of interesting mentions is number four is the longest Johns who I'd also mm. recommend a shout out. Uh they That's like a
0: sea shanty, isn't it? Sea shanty. Sea shanty. She
1: sells seashells by the seashore. By the sea. Shanty. By the sea shanties.
0: shanties. That's how you pay. Yeah, you have you to have sing, to sing a, a
1: sea shanty.
0: They're not songs, by the way.
1: They are shanties. Yep. Um, they do also have songs. Yep. Um. And another interesting mention is number nine is Mick Gordon, which is I think someone you've probably never heard of. I do not know cast. who that is. He makes heavy metal music.
0: Really? Yeah. I'm I'm surprised to learn that. Yeah.
1: So a lot of things that sort of skew this data mm-hmm. are like I said, I a started recently. Yep. Yep. And where I listen to a lot of my other genres and more niche. Genres of music mm-hmm. aren't necessarily on Spotify. Okay, I'm a little might be a little old-fashioned for someone my age, but I use a DVD player or a CD player. <laughs> <laughs> you,
0: I don't think using don't a DVD player to listen to music is old-fashioned. I think that's just stupid. <laughs> I mean, okay, actually, hear me out. DVD yeah. players do have or DVDs do have more storage, so you that could use true. it. But why? Yeah, you need you have to use a DVD player instead. Yeah. CD
1: players, there. and I do actually listen to the radio occasionally. That's where I get most of my classic rock, I would say. Okay. And there was something else that was affecting the data that I don't remember at the time. Um. So, oh, something that would affect your opinion of what you think my top three mm. are is I don't listen to absolutely everything around you. Yeah, that's true. Or like, I'll, we'll be in the car and I'll be like, Isaac probably doesn't care about the song, so I'll skip it.
0: Oh, okay. Wow, I'm honored.
1: Yeah. <laughs> But not always, okay. obviously. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. you are...
0: Otherwise, I listen to the same 18 songs, so I need I need you to expand my horizons.
1: Yeah. <laughs> all right, you did pretty good on that. I'm yeah, I,
0: I'm glad that all three were on the list I and did... that I got the number one. That Honestly, that's a win. In that is book, a big win, so. I think.
1: Um, I was debating whether or not to give you, like, a word bank. Like, maybe I'd give you, like, my top three, obviously, and then yeah. throw in a couple curveballs in okay. there. Okay. But I think... I enjoyed it without a word bank. Okay. Especially if, since you did so well. I, yeah, I think
0: it. if you gave me that word bank, I would have gotten Wolfpack and obviously 21, 21 Pilots. I don't think gotten. I would have gotten AJR though. Yeah. So.
1: I don't think I would have. That was that was one of the things <laughs> that when I was on my laptop earlier and you were like, why How? Why do you have to look up your own answers? Yeah. And that's what I was surprised about. Okay. Like, oh, okay. Hmm.
0: Well, I hope you guys enjoyed learning about uh, the origins in some funny slash odd contractions. Uh, hearing about the Mandela Effect. Hopefully you remember it correctly, unlike Joe. Uh, yeah, I hope they do as well. That was a joke from the past. Strive to be better. <laughs> and, uh, and learning about Joe's Spotify playlist. I sure learned a lot. And so did Joe, apparently. <laughs> I did too. I was very that, The quiz I gave you was
1: enlightening to me.
0: Yeah. Did I say Joe's Spotify playlist? You might have. Whatever. Joe's Spotify listening experience. We'll has fix it in Six-ish months. <laughs> <laughs> we don't fix anything in post. This is all raw. Oh, no. Not again. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, we'll catch you in a more traditional episode in episode five. See ya.